0: Couple weeks, we've been talking about forgiveness, and we've been posing the question—not um, a question, but more of a comment. I forgive you, and then following up with really. A lot of us uh, with forgiveness, we forgive as long as the other person doesn't have another failure. We forgive as long as they don't do it again, and. Um, The last few weeks at Bethel, we have been tackling the idea of really forgiving someone, really letting them go from the debt uh, that incurred when they hurt us. There's another side to the story, which is running to say I'm sorry, Uh, running to apologize. We live in a strange world where all of us filter our experiences, our memory, our interactions, uh, we filter it through our own view, through our own selves. There's no other way to do it. How, how else would we do it? But we filter life through what we see, what we feel, what we dream, and this can cause problems with empathy and compassion and putting others first. Uh, when Jesus came to this earth, he Explained his system in such a way that that seems difficult for humanity because Jesus kind of took the law that God established, he fulfilled it, and then he expanded upon it, and he turned it back on each individual person. And so, uh, for explanation, he he said, uh, you know, the command, Ten Commandments, you know, Thou shalt not kill, know the gods before me. Um, don't covet your neighbor's belongings, Um, don't take the name of God in vain, and all these commandments that all of us have have a major trouble fulfilling on a daily basis, we end up in our minds filtering the law of God and the law of nature and the laws around us, and we filter them through our own experiences. And so what we do is we give ourselves grace. We give ourselves a pass, if you put it that way. We, we filter life through our own experiences. And so when I cut someone off on the highway, I'm giving myself a pass or I'm justifying myself because I know what went through my head and through my mind. When I hold back forgiveness... I have filtered it through my experiences, through my through my feelings, through what I saw where I want justice from that person, so I'm going to withhold until they ask for forgiveness. Well, um especially now during this COVID-19 coronavirus global pandemic, what a strange time to to live in and really all of this gets filtered through each individual experience and it's amazing how different each person is interpreting the information that's out there. We're all seeing information. really depends on where you get your information, where your news comes from, and we filter it through the lens of our experience. We filter it through the lens of our internal thoughts. We filter it through the lens of our assumptions, and really it comes down to our worldview. How do we see the world? And so when we think about this idea of forgiveness along with our experiences, we all come to a different conclusion when it comes to letting someone off the hook. We tend to have a conversation in our minds to justify the way we're feeling. And really all of us have the right to feel the way we feel whether it is correct or not. When it comes to asking for forgiveness though, this is a different, (laughs) this is the other side. There are many times when we hurt people knowingly or unknowingly and in order to in order for us to continue relationship in order for us to have healthy relationships we are going to have to learn to not only extend forgiveness but also to ask for forgiveness because a lot of us are jerks a lot of us do things that hurt people And when we realize it, we should run to ask for forgiveness. Now, because of our individual experiences and the way our minds work and the way our world is seen through our own eyes, we sometimes don't want to ask for forgiveness because of a past experience, some thoughts in our minds, assumptions about the other person. And so when we come to this idea of forgiveness, we need to make sure that we are giving and receiving forgiveness and asking for it as well as extending it. And so a couple thoughts today just to put in your mind as far as asking someone to forgive you. So if you realize that you have hurt someone, you realize that you have acted poorly, you realize that maybe your um, thoughts, your actions were not correct. I've got a few tips and maybe a few best practices if you want to put it that way to apologize first and to run to apologize we've been talking through this series about the forgiveness is like a door saying i forgive you is like a door it's a crisis you have to walk through it Uh, One of the interesting things about this pandemic is that it's caused some phobias to arise among people. One of them is the fear of going outside. Agoraphobia, I believe is what it's called. The fear of walking through the door and going outside. Even though outside is where most of us have lived our lives, there is a fear because of the unknown of walking through the door and going outside. And I think we approach forgiveness this way And asking for forgiveness is it's the unknown, it's not normal, it's uncomfortable, it's out of our comfort zone, and therefore we have a fear of actually walking to it, walking through it. So I believe that in situations in our lives when we are interacting with people, we need to forgive regularly. We need to run to forgiveness, and we also need to run to say, I'm sorry. We need to run to apologize. Because when we apologize, we're letting the other person know that we understand our part in hurting them. We admit that we made a mistake. We admit that we said something, acted a certain way, maybe um, even in in the case of uh, we've broke our promise. And so we need to run to say we're sorry. And so how do we go about apologizing? Um, I think, in, especially in marriage relationships, there's always someone that's going to run to forgive, and then there's always someone that's going to run to say they're sorry first. Um, maybe there's a natural person in your relationship and uh, your friendships that says they're sorry first. All of us need to learn to run to say we're sorry, run to apologize first. Um, and so the my first, my first best practice is to run to be first. When there's two people that have a disagreement or possibly an argument um, or you hurt someone, run to be the first one to apologize, no matter who's at fault. If you'll run to be first and you'll actually have a in your mind that you will be first, it makes things so much better. And so run to be first. The second thing is is to acknowledge the infraction without excuses. The worst thing ever is to say, well, I'm sorry I did that, but the reason I did is this. And so what we end up doing is we end up cheapening the, hey, will you forgive me? The apology, the saying, I'm sorry. We, we cheapen that by giving a lot of excuses. Actually, the w- Greek word for apology is where we get the word apologetics. And apologetics is uh, translated as a defense, and what a bad, what a bad translation for apology or for the idea of saying "I'm sorry" to actually mount a defense. So, excusing yourself, justifying yourself, saying that I did this for this reason—what a uh, a poor thing. So, when we run to apologize first, let's acknowledge the infraction without excuses. Third thing is is don't delay. Uh, a lot of us carry around the shame possibly uh, carry around the guilt that we should say we're sorry that we should apologize and we don't do it quickly so uh, try to not delay and face-to-face is always better you know how things are misconstrued uh, through a text message, through an email, through a phone call. You can't see someone face to face. In our in our time right now, being isolated and socially distanced from people, it's easy to say, "Well, someday when I see them face to face, I'll tell them." But don't delay. If the if the closest thing you have is a FaceTime or a Zoom call or a phone call, please uh, just do that. That's the best case. Uh, texts are. Confusing and can be can be misinterpreted. You probably have to apologize for text you've sent um, over the last couple months. Um, texting and emailing is always mis misunderstood because you can't see the person's face or see their intentions. And so, um, uh, run to be a uh, run to apologize first. Acknowledge the infraction without excuses, and then don't delay. And face to face is way better. Number four, or the fourth way to apologize, is not to justify. Just take the responsibility, take the responsibility. This is really close to without excuses, but it's a little different because when you realize that there is an interpretation that you made a mistake, um, you might've hurt someone. It's just don't justify it. Just take responsibility, say you're sorry, and work on not doing it again. Um, if you're like me, there are certain things that you have to apologize for all the time because it's something you constantly do. And uh, what I, in my mind, when I find myself apologizing for the same thing multiple times, what I have to do is I have to ask myself, okay, so why am I doing that particular thing over and over again? One of the things I found myself doing is um, telling Christy that I'll be home at a certain time and then... um, as I'm getting in the car, or I get a phone call, or maybe someone stops me, or I'm in a conversation, I end up saying, I'll be right there, I'll be right there. An hour passes by, and I'm still not there. And so I found myself having to apologize for being late when I said I was going to be there at a certain time. And all I had to do was adjust the my, the expectations. Adjust the expectations that I was sharing with Christy to be home at a certain time. And so took, take the responsibility and then adjust my behavior, adjust the way that I'm communicating things. So in our world where we're filtering everything through um, our experiences, our internal thoughts and our assumptions, we need to remember that we always give ourselves way more grace than we give other people because we've worked through it in our minds. We've thought through the, um, the problem and we've come to a bunch of different conclusions. We've discarded the ones that are not valid and we give ourselves way more grace than we give other people. And so when we're in a position to apologize, let's apologize first. Let's run to be first, actually. Let's acknowledge the infraction without excuses. Let's not delay. Face-to-face is way better. And then let's not justify. Let's just take responsibility for the hurt that we caused. By doing this, we will carry one another's burdens. By doing this, we'll think of others as more important than we are. And this is truly what it means to be a believer, to be a follower of Jesus, is to put others first. Jesus is number one, others are number two.